Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat, a show where I interview business executives, talent development professionals, and thought leaders to find out what has been successful and challenging in the world of talent development. My objective is to share ideas, valuable lessons, tools, advice, and trends. My hope is that all of this will ultimately help you, the listener, expand your knowledge, grow your career, and accelerate your success as a talent development professional. Hey friends, welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you are here today. I am doing a very short episode for you to give you a quick update on what's going on with me and the podcast and the conference that we're organizing in November. And I want to leave you with a thought that I heard, uh, a question I heard at a conference recently that uh, I thought was pretty interesting. And uh, I haven't posted on LinkedIn yet. I might do that later today after I record this. And uh, I'm going to tease you with that now. Something that if you're in learning and development or work in a big company or even a small company uh, might be really interesting for you to think about if it's not something you're already thinking about. Okay, first, a quick update on me. Uh, If you've been following me for a while, you know that uh, I've had a lot of great guests on this podcast. Most recently, uh, Matt Burns, who uh, is really sitting at the intersection of uh, HR technology and culture. And we had a great conversation about HR technology, about measuring results, about how you can use different tools to do that. Uh, These are things that, you know, questions that come up sometimes to me. And I don't know that much about it. I'm way more on the soft skills side of things and don't know. And I, you know, I sell and run training and development programs, mostly classroom-based experiential learning programs, some online digital virtual stuff. Um, but I don't know that much about the technology. When people ask me for a recommendation of, a, of um, uh, you know, software, kinds of sometimes different things outside of maybe CRM, uh, I don't know as much. And so this was a great conversation. Matt doesn't consider himself a technology guy, but he's a lot of experience in that space. Um, you may have heard Earlier in the week, uh, my interview with Teresa McCloy, it was all about the Enneagram. She's an executive coach who's been using the Enneagram for 10 years, mostly for herself, and then started using it for clients with great success. Uh, This interview was fascinating for me. I got to take her assessment and then get um, some insight from her on my personality type, my Enneagram type, which is seven. And learn about the you know the strengths and kind of the weaknesses or things to work on or watch out for with that. Um, it caused me to think a lot about my own strengths and, and personality and uh, a lot of conversation between me and my wife about this. She was trying to figure out her 
uh, type throughout all this. I think she is a four. We talked about a little bit more yesterday. We're going to talk about more in the future. And she was seeing more and more how it really kind of nailed it down, nailed her personality and what she could learn from it. Um, For me as a seven, I think my big takeaway was that uh, as a seven, I love getting the absolute most out of life. And that's, you know, one of the taglines for my other podcast, The Andy Stort Show, which is starve your fears, follow your dreams and fulfill your true potential. I am all about fulfilling my true potential, getting the most out of life. I love buffets, the buffet of life, buffets of food, um, trying and doing different things, experiencing new places, new things. I love to travel. Uh, and that allows me a lot of flexibility and a lot of joy and a lot of energy that I spread to other people. But I think, you know, the things to watch out for with that is uh, it's hard for me to sit down and focus. I don't like getting bogged down in, you know, systems and details, even though I need those things for my business to be successful. And so I either need to, you know, outsource and delegate and surround myself with people who are good at those, which I'm getting really good at doing uh, with my conference, the Talent Development Think Tank. I partner with my friend Bennett Phillips. He's much more detail-oriented, behind-the-scenes, good at having those individual conversations while I'm doing the big marketing stuff and and hosting a podcast. And um, I've got a virtual assistant now, Nicole, who is helping me with tons of stuff. I have an editor for my podcast. So I've I've tried to delegate a lot of the detail-oriented stuff, but it's still hard for me to sit down and focus and do the detail-oriented things when I want to get out there and see the world, right? So there's pros and there's things that we need to watch out for with every type. And that's what I learned from my type uh, seven with the Enneagram. I also had a really great interview with my friend Richard Hodge, who uh, I work with now at Advantage Performance Group, but he's been in this industry for uh, three or four decades. uh, And he just finished a really great research project uh, with our friend Jeannie Taylor about uh, hypo programs at big companies. And if you missed it, the interview is called Five Truths and a Lie about High Potential Programs. We share five um, facts that they uncovered about HIPO programs and one lie uh, or one myth, if you will. And uh, they've done a couple webinars about this as well. You can go to the Advantage website and uh, you can access those webinars if you go to AdvantagePerformance.com or actually if you go to our podcast website, TalentDevelopmentHotSeat.com. You can access all of these episodes, interviews, and you can also click on free resources at the top. And we have a ton of great free learning journeys, and you can also get those webinars uh, with Richard Hodge. And I am thinking about now doing, speaking of webinars, uh, a couple of these as well. And I'll tell you why. You know, I didn't, I've heard about the power of webinars to bring people in and create a community and, and, and you know, build your email list and things like that. And I, for a while, I'd, a long time, I didn't think, well, do I have that much value to share with people or do I want to do that style of thing? I do a lot of posting on social media, have the podcast. Uh, but recently, I did uh, sort of a webinar. It was a group call for uh, a listener, uh, Sarah, from uh, a large company in Germany who reached out and said, I love your talent trends report and your episode about the top five trends in talent development. Could you do a call with me and our global talent team? And I said, sure, why not? We'll do that and we'll talk about the trends. And so we set up a Zoom uh, call and video call and uh, we had over 20 people from around across the US and Europe join this webinar style call. Uh, last week, in which uh, I spent about 30 minutes maybe walking through the top five trends in talent development and then another hour on questions. 
And uh, I thought it was really great. I, I like to think that um, I added value. We got some great feedback on it. And so I was thinking maybe I could do this uh, publicly and we could invite any and all of our listeners to come join and ask questions. Now, I don't know if I have all the answers. Like I said, I'm not that knowledgeable about the technology side of things. Um, there's definitely some gaps in my knowledge. I'm trying to fill those every day by doing these great interviews, right, with all these fantastic guests that we have um, that look for that to be coming in the near future uh, if I can just settle down and focus and get that done, right? So potential webinar, um, check out the HIPO program uh, research that Richard Hodge shared on the podcast. And then um, finally, before that, last Friday, I shared uh, some important information about connecting your vision to the work you're doing and having a big vision and a purpose for what you're doing to help motivate you to do the work you're doing and why I am reconnecting to my purpose, my vision with all of this to start a community, um, a, a bigger conference that brings in people from around the country and the world in the talent development space and helps really connect people and help them stay on top of trends. We have the first one coming up, of course, in November, the Talent Development Think Tank on November 6th and 7th in Sonoma, California. We're so excited. We've got some great keynote speakers like Josh Burson, Liz Weissman, Julie Winkle Giulioni, and Michael Bungay-Stanier, who's been on the podcast. And I have had all of them on the podcast so far, except for Josh Burson, but I have him booked. He will be coming on the podcast in the next few weeks. And I actually had a call with him this week. We got on Zoom, and it was so cool uh, to get to talk to him and um, about his new academy, the Burson Academy. And we're actually talking about some potential ways to work together. And I'm excited to have him speak at our conference in November. So if you are a Josh Burson fan, um, you are in HR, then you may want to come to our conference, Talent Development Think Tank. I know I have a lot of listeners who are Liz Weissman fans and love she, everybody loves seeing her in person. She will be speaking as well. Uh, again, that's the Talent Development Think Tank. And I want to give you an update on that. You know, Bennett and I threw, my partner Bennett Phillips and I threw this out there a few months ago and said, why don't we try to host a conference? We've got a big network. We've got some people listening to the podcast. And we see a big need for this because most of the conferences we go to are pretty boring. They're not very interactive. There's not enough opportunity for people to connect and learn from each other. So let's do our own. And if we put it out there, you know, people will want to come. And the first two or three months, it was mostly crickets. We really didn't sell many tickets. It's the first time we've done this. We have no idea what we're doing. We're marketing like crazy. Nothing's happening. Starting to get really worried. We signed a contract with a hotel. Are we going to have to? Um, are we going to have to give that up? We're going to have to pay the penalty. Are we going to hang our heads in shame that we announced a conference and then it didn't happen? And then the tickets started to come in. People started to buy tickets. We kept marketing. People started to buy tickets, mostly people we knew, and then some people who listened to the podcast that we didn't know. Uh, and then the last week before the early bird discount ended a few weeks ago, we, we had a record week and we sold, I think, 17 tickets that week. And they've continued to trickle in since then. And as of today, which is September 6th, we have... Uh, over, I think we have 75 registrations for the conference and we are past our break-even point, which means we're not going to lose money, which means this thing is going to happen. It is definitely going to happen. And I'm so excited. I'm so pumped about it. I'm grateful for all the support um, to the speakers, to all our facilitators who have agreed to come uh, free of charge to come and facilitate with us and network and connect with people. And we're still two months away. We're exactly two months away today on September 6th. And I know we're going to go sell more tickets. If you have been thinking about it, get off the fence. Get on the website, talentdevelopmentthinktank.com. 
and go buy your ticket. Um, we are just going to have a fantastic time. It's going to be an amazing conference. We have two days of great speakers and interactive sessions, networking, and then an optional third day to experience the Multipliers program that was co-created with Liz Weissman. And it's being facilitated by my friend, Lori Urban, who is a fantastic facilitator. And I think this is her best program. Really good. So we'd love to have you come there. So that's the update on that. Um, We're feeling pretty good about it, but still nowhere near our goal. We want to have between 100 and 200 people at this conference. So very intimate compared with something like an ATD or LinkedIn Talent Connect in Dallas, which I'm thinking about going to as well. Those have like 4,000, I think, right? Uh, And so you often get lost in a sea of people. This is going to be a lot more intimate. You're going to meet everybody. You're going to learn strengths and weaknesses. You're going to connect with people. You're going to make lifelong friendships. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what it's going to be. Okay, finally, I promised you I'd leave you with an interesting thought-provoking question that I heard at a conference recently. So two weeks ago today, I spoke at a SHRM conference in Nashville. And uh, my talk was on Friday morning about preparing for your next career change And uh, I hired a videographer for that. I just finished my speaker reel and posted that on LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, So if you're not following me on LinkedIn, go check that out. It has over 3,000 views in less than 24 hours. I'm so honored and excited. And the videographer I hired, Joshua Snipes, did a fantastic job. If you are in the Nashville area and you need a videographer for anything, call Joshua Snipes from We Want Video Art He's awesome to work with, really had a lot of fun and very professional and, um, and fast too. Uh, and so reach out to me. I can give you his information if you're looking for a videographer in Nashville. Okay, right after my talk on Friday, and there were some great presentations, by the way, <laughs> sometimes I really feel bad, like weird about bragging, um, but I was really excited to have this opportunity and I, and I was so, I was prepared. I brought a lot of energy. I wanted to be the best at this conference. And it's not like it was full of professional speakers. The bar was, we'll say low compared to some other conferences, uh, but I just got the survey results back. And out of the 12 presentations, mine was rated the highest, the highest, most out, uh, percent, highest percentage of outstanding, highest percentage of outstanding or good over 90%. Um, it, it was the highest rated of all 12 presentations. There were a couple other really good speakers there. So I was really proud of that. I know I have plenty of room for improvement, um, but I was really proud of that. And if you are looking for a speaker for your next event or conference, uh, especially if it's about career development, owning your career, um, talent trends, I've got all those talks coming up in different places. And uh, I'd love to talk to you. Reach out to me. Uh, you can check out my speaker reel now on LinkedIn or on YouTube. So anyway, back to the lesson after I finished that talk on preparing for your next career change. Oh, and my other point about the videographer was that I'm going to try to get the whole talk up on YouTube and strip the audio and put it on this podcast to look out for that in the future. Uh, But after my talk, there was a panel of um, chief people officers, CHROs talking about some different things. And, uh, you know, the whole there were some interesting lessons that came out of it. The most memorable was from a man on the panel. and I don't remember what his name was. Um, but they were talking about exit interviews and he said, everybody does exit interviews. Why don't we do stay interviews? That is, he said, we call people in and ask them who work there. Why are you still here? And that you can learn a lot from that. And I, that struck me as very interesting and valuable because, uh, I've never heard of that. And it's such a great idea, at least to me. Uh, you know, I don't work in a big organization, so you know more than me how challenging or easy that might be. But let's say you look at the average tenure in your company, it's 4.5 years or something, and you have a bunch of people that have been there for six, seven, eight years. Why not call them in once a year 
and say, hey, you know, our average tenure is four and a half years. You've been here longer than that. Uh, you seem pretty happy or maybe you take that part out. No, no subjectality. And, uh, and say, you know, why are you still here? Honestly, just give me your honest. We won't tell your boss why you're still here. And some people, it might just be because they're scared to make a change. Uh, they are just lazy, but a lot of people might say, I'm really happy because of this. The pay is good. Or, um, I really like the commute or the office. I love the culture. I love my manager. Um, I love this. I love that. And they might open them. They might be able to feel empowered to open up and say the things that they don't like that. Yeah. Well, I've actually thought about leaving because of X, Y, Z. Think of all the information you could uncover, the things you could learn and the ways you can improve in your organization. If you were willing to set up some of these quote, stay interviews. Why are you still here? And uh, make sure you be careful with the tone, right? Like, why are you still here? Um, but you know, we're, we're glad that you're still with the company, um, but we know there's a lot of options out there. Why are you still here? And then sit back and listen. Uh, I love that. Uh, I might use that in the future with people who work for me. And so I wanted to share that with you and uh, you know, give you some value on this Friday afternoon. Uh, as I publish this. So thank you again for listening. If you've been listening for a long time, I'm so grateful for you. If you're new, this is again, the Talent Development Hot Seat with Andy Storch. I appreciate you subscribing and sharing with your friends. We have lots of great interviews with people in talent and learning and development and leadership. Um, please subscribe, share, and would love for you to leave a review as well. It means the world to me and it helps other people find the podcast. So thanks again and have an awesome weekend. Bye.